Yeah. Okay. Lil CC on the beat. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, where the fuck should I really even start? I got hoes that I'm keeping in the dark. I got my niggas cross the street living large. Thinking back to the fact that they dead, thought my raps wasn't facts till they sat with the bars. I got two phones, one need a charge. Yeah, they twins, I could tell they ass apart. I got big packs coming on the way. I got big stacks coming out to save. I got Lil Max with me, he the way. It's a big gap between us and the game. In the next life, I'm trying to stay paid. When I die, I put my money in the crack. I refuse to say another word on this podcast if I'm not using my old mic. I'm retiring. Clever. Very, very clever. Even though you only have one mic. <laughs> I want my helmet. <laughs> fucking guy complaining about a fucking helmet. Oh, and by the way, my feet hurt. Little fucking clown. Anyway, welcome. What's today's date? The 14th? 14th Today is August. Uh, August 14th, two, uh, 2019. Welcome to Mass Podcast. Uh, uh, okay, all right. Well, first of all, apologies all around. There was we, we tried our hardest to get a show in last week. It just, it just could not, it just couldn't happen. It's all my fault. It's I got not prom- all your fault because my got, schedule well, was rough too. I got promoted so. at work, so my hours have been a little hey. crazy. But hey. no, it's been worth it. So, yeet! Hands down to yeet! the new manager. Good shit. Good shit. And I, I'm killing it at school. So, I mean, like, I'm like right now, like, I'm in a daze right now. But I got to tell you, man, uh, this is, we have a lot going on in our lives, but this shit is so constant. This sports shit. Is so constant, which means we need to be so constant for you guys. So, again, super apologies go out. And you know what? I apologize for, I apologize for the last show we did. I, I, it was kind of a letdown. Like I was upset listening to it. I can only imagine what you guys thought of it. Yeah, I was pretty upset. I was pretty upset. You kept just zoning out and zoning out. Oh my! I was so distracted. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. I was so distracted. You were so tired. I was also so tired. Like it was just like, it was just a culmination of just everything bad. The TV fucked you up. It was bad. The TV is off today. Yes, it is off today. So I think we're in good shape. So, don't, but <laughs> hope you don't hear the noise in the background. The, the windows open. It's actually a beautiful day yeah, out but, today. Yeah, but you know what? It's nice. Get that na- get that nature vibe in here. You know, watch out for the bears. Was a bear spotted yesterday again? Yep. And this, uh, oh man, there's bears everywhere, bro. Bears, beats, Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, listen, today, uh, and I've been, I've been, pre, I've been promoting this pretty much uh, like the last week and a half. This show today is gonna be insane because there's been a lot of insane shit going on. In, at least in my world of sports, you know, some people follow different teams and different people, but the people that I follow, the shit's been going down. I cannot wait to get into this, bro. Cannot wait. Well, let's do it. First things first, to get the obvious out of the way, Manny Machado, the batting average is 
263. Yes, let's go. Let's go. I was literally just checking out my phone to see what this fucking guy's at. I just shaved I just shaved some of my beard off cuz it was I don't know, my beard like my neck gets longer. My chin doesn't my chin doesn't like me, grow my, down. My chin grows longer, but my cheeks like my face takes a while to grow. I would rather do that cuz my sides grow out. Like I, I tell you what though, if I if I let if I let the whole thing grow out, it puffs out on the sides, bro. If I shave the middle part, I I would look like an old prospector, bro. Like I got Fu that Manchu, I got that vibe, you know. Um, but I did I had to shave the mustache completely off because I was stuffy. Every time I blew my nose, it just yeah. got everywhere. So I was like, fuck it. Took the mustache off. Saved beard, my beard. No mustache, just the beard. It's a little weird. No, it's got that Zach Wheeler vibe. I watched Zach Wheeler pitch last night. And Fuck I, the Mets. He's got the same facial hair as I do. I'm like, hmm, looks like a guy coming off a rumspringer. Rumspringer. So. Okay. Machado, 263. He was what, like 278 or something? Two weeks, we see? Yeah, 278 two weeks ago. Yeah. Guys, it, it, I mean, it's not it's not a slump. I think he went like 0 for 15 in Seattle. I mean, it's not a slump. Like, it's not like... I mean... It, it's it's, a, it's pretty bad. It's a rough patch, but it's not anything to worry about, really. I mean, I'm not too stressed out about it. Um, you never know because he could like play next two games, go 0 for 10, and then get injured. <laughs> why are you saying, why are you saying so much shit, bro? Like today, what is he doing today? He uh, is, is the game's uh, currently 0 for three. You looked at me with such light in your eyes when you said that. It's because the the light on my phone just <laughs> lit up my eyes. Oh my god, you have so much passion for this for this man failing now. Currently, zero for three today. Well, fuck him. That saga continues, but I don't really care about Machado. I don't give a fuck. I want to talk about New York baseball right now, bro. He's seven for forty in the last two weeks. Two for twenty-five last week. <laughs> see, I, I wasn't. See, no, no I was seeing. No, I wasn't nervous, and now you're saying no, you're, you're spitting. You're spitting the truth I'm at throwing, me, and now I'm know. throwing gasoline on the fire. <laughs> Shit! Shit, man. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I want to talk about New York baseball, not necessarily the Mets, but the Yankees as well, because the Yankees are fucking insane right now and yeah like like granted like they've played the orioles okay and the blue jays the blue jays okay but they are on fire real tough teams yeah strong right they are on fire right now and they are looking like they're trying to make this leap and i was watching uh i forgot i think it was like baseball tonight or something shit i don't remember it was some type of national baseball network i don't even know but they were talking about the Yankees, and they were talking about how glaring of a um, of a concern it is about their rotation. These guys are like, they have eighty wins on the season. Yeah, them, them and the Dodgers are the only teams with eighty wins on the season right now. Last time they both got their eightieth win on the same day. Yankees won in seven in the World Series against the Dodgers, and they won in six against the Dodgers. So, could be a sign of things to come, man. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. Because that lineup is really fucking good, right? But their rotation is really shoddy. Like, there's glaring holes in their rotation. Yeah, dude. I don't think they can 
keep up all the hitting they're doing and have pitching do something when you face like a solid team with a solid pitching like they're not going to beat the Astros. No, I don't think no they way. no, I don't think they are. I don't think they will. But the I think the Yankees lineup is a little better than the Astros right now. On paper though, I think the Astros have a better lineup on paper. Yeah. But the way they're playing right now, which doesn't really matter cuz it's not September October yet. So, you know, by that time it'll be different, but the Yankees lineup is playing. They're they're playing like they're the greatest lineup ever ever assembled. Yeah, Fuck all, all around. Fuck them. It's the lineup, dude. That's carrying this team. It's not the rotation. And, and defense wins championships. Yeah, yeah. Defense wins championships, but hot bats, man. They can help, but it's just you can't really get them anywhere with mediocre pitching. That's what I'm saying. It, it, I don't know how long this is going to last for them, considering that their rotation is such a, is still a big concern. One of the Absolutely. they're one of the best teams in baseball right now, bar none. But if their rotation is still a concern, how long do you think that's going to last, bro? I give it another. You know, I think they'll win the first round of the playoffs, and that's it. It depends. Some scrub team. They're going to run into the Astros, and they're going to they're going to fall on their faces. I think they'll they'll beat the Rays in the playoffs, and that's it. Here's the funniest thing that I've heard about the Yankees. Now, the Yankees have been hot. I think they're, what, like 13 in a row? How many in a row right now? I don't even fucking know. The funniest thing I've heard in the span of the two weeks that we've been not on air was on ESPN Radio the other day. I was listening to Michael K. Okay? Now, Michael K. is still out. So it's someone else. I don't know. But there was a caller that called in. And it was like this old man called in the radio and was like, yeah, I have a question. Uh, I'm a little concerned about what the Yankees are going to do next year at third base. I don't know what they're going to do with Andujar or you know stuff like that. And they flipped out on this man. They were like, "You're talking about next year, bro? The Yankees are trying to make a World Series one. You're t- and you're you're sitting here talking about next year. The Mets are trying. The Mets are thinking about how they're going to do tonight. And you're talking about next fucking year, bro? They went off on that man. I felt so bad. The man was like 80 years old. I felt so bad for the guy. Well, stupid questions get stupid answers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, right now is right now. You want to focus on it, but yeah, I mean, come, I mean, come on. I mean, just, I mean yeah, I completely agree with him. I, I get it. Why you worrying about next year when I get the curiosity? Absolutely, I but I it's it. not the time for it. But in any case, the Yankees are red hot. I just, I'm just concerned. I want to. I'm, I'm anxious to see how long it's going to last. I'm hoping. I'm hoping it lasts. I'm hoping it lasts a long time, because I want to see them. I want to see any. I want. Oh, listen, I'm a I'm a diehard Mets fan. If the Mets are playing the Yankees, I'm gonna root for the Mets diehard. Absolutely. But I don't want to see the Yankees crumble. You know, if I'm watching a Yankee Red Sox game, I'm rooting for the Yankees because I fucking can't stand the fucking Red Sox. I'm the opposite way. Really? Yeah. No, you just hate the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah, but you're a Mariners fan, so it's not like it's not like you're a Mets fan hating on the Yankees. You know, it's not like you know you're hating on your crosstown rival because he's a crosstown rival. Yeah, I just hate the Yankees. It's like me with football. Like, I hate I hate the Jets, but I think I hate Giants fans more. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you there. I, th- I, I th- prefer I prefer I prefer the Jets over the Giants myself personally. I think what really makes but, me hate a team is their fan base. And those of you that those of you don't that don't know if you're just tuning in, uh, we're we're from the New York area, so I mean, 
this is why we're talking about this. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who hears this. Really? I don't know yeah. Who out there doesn't know that, but me personally, it's if I hate your fan base, I hate your team. That's exactly what it is. Like the all a lot of Yankee fans, it's all twenty seven rings, twenty seven rings, this, that, yada yada yada. You know what? I, I I have to disagree because it's not really the team that is affecting. I mean, just because the team is so successful in the past, you're gonna get fans that live in the past. You know, and we're Steelers fans. We can live in the past if we want to. We watched, that is we that saw is, two Super Bowl wins though. Yeah, we we, we saw we saw two Super Bowl wins in our lifetime, but um, but we've seen Yankee wins in our lifetimes, and not many. Not well, yeah. Well, I mean, they were better. They were. We've seen more Red Sox World Series than Yankees. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. But I mean, but I'm just making a comparison. We do like this. You know, we're Steelers fans. That team has the most coveted history in the NFL, in my opinion. So we could do the same thing. Yeah. As Yankee fans. And I know there are Steelers fans out there who do who do that. Which is why I think there's no gray area with the Steelers either. Like, you either love the Steelers or you can't fucking stand the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, it's one or the other. It's the same with the Yankees. You either love the Yankees. I hate the Yankees. Or you can't, you can't, you can't watch them. Nope. Fuck them. Even I, though I'm going to the Yankee game, I think, in like three weeks. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty neutral. I, it just doesn't make sense to me when I hear my own, my own, my fellow Mets fans talk shit about the Yankees and Yankee fans talk shit about the Mets. I had this whole argument with someone on Facebook over this because the Mets were red hot and I posted something about it and then he were like, oh, well, look, let's see what happens later on in the season. <laughs> yeah, Come on, it's stupid. bro. Let me have this. I, it's the Mets, man. They're going to break my heart. That's what they do. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to hurt. I am ready to hurt again. That's what the Mets do. I just ruined my guilt. You're not guilt. Anyway. Whatever. Whatever. Um, so, speaking of this, let's, let's move on. Let's, oh, no, let's go on. Let no, wait, no, wait. I got one thing, though. We have a four-person home run race going on right now. Yeah, Bellinger. It was it pretty much been Bellinger and uh, Yelich all season. Mike Trout has come out of nowhere. Has thirty-nine monster. And your boy Pete Alonso uh, with thirty-eight. The polar bear, thirty-eight, bro. He's he hit. Was it five and five straight games? So, something like that. So that's that's and more entertaining to watch. Who's gonna do what? Pete, Pete Alonso, he's got to win Rookie of the Year, right? To him, or I would say he's got like eighty. He's got he's got thirty eight home another runs. Another person. What is he got? Eighty six or eighty five ribbies. Fernando Tatis Jr. Kid's real, man. Yeah, fucking kid is real. Yep. I, I feel I feel bad for Vlad Guerrero Jr. though, because um, he started late. So he started late, but is is uh, next year is his rookie year? I would think so. How does uh, that How does that work in baseball? Like you come in. You come in halfway through the year. Is this your rookie year now? It's I don't not, know. It's not it's technically not like, it's a full like, year. It's not like basketball. I don't know. I I'd have to look that up. I have no idea. James I Sheridan, no idea. I, I know you're listening, so check that out. Yeah, give us an update. Um, I want to move on to the. I want to move on to the Mets because because I, I want to move on to the Mets. Oh, we're still standing on baseball. Uh, this is the last thing <laughs> on baseball. Um, they're on fucking fire. Uh, Jeff McNeil just went down with an injury last night, though. Damn. National League I like Jeff McNeil. average. I like him. I like him a lot. I'm, I'm pissed. I dropped him, but uh, yeah. Um, 
This team is fucking magical right now, and I think it kind of culminates with Marcus Stroman, personally. Now, he hasn't pitched well in the two starts that he did have with the Mets since he joined the team, but he's brought so much uh, energy to the clubhouse. And that's that's the type of player he is. That, that was the type of player that he was when he was in Toronto well, also. That's what you need. Get somebody that have somebody give you that boost and just makes everybody play better. Exactly. And I think uh, we should permanently have Dominic Smith not play baseball and just hang out in the dugout for every game. With Juan Lagares? Yeah. Juan Lagares is playing well. It's Juan Lagares. I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for like... This, I think this is the longest I've seen him not be injured. This, yeah, this is a, this knock is a out, pretty knock good... Knock wood. This is, a, this is a pretty good streak <laughs> considering his past, but... Um, He's he's playing he's playing good ball. I mean, he was always good defensively. There's no worry there. But so I mean, even now, it's like, what the hell? How's he still playing? Um, the I, I, I was wa- watching these games, watching these Mets games, bro. Um, this is this is my playoffs. This is my playoffs, man. Because no, like, like his, the Mets, and like, again, I mean, it's my guilty or not guilty. We'll get to later, but I mean, the, the Mets, this is not going to last. This is not. This team is not ready. I mean, they're they're a good team, but they're just not. They're not ready to make that. To take that step into the playoff room, you know what I'm saying? Well, you never know. Like the door's open. Look at the Kansas City Royals a couple years ago. Uh, that's true, but they they were all they were a young and scrappy team at that time. Wait, who did they beat in the World Series? <laughs> Come on, is that why you brought up the Royals just so you can make that point, bro? No. Kind of, but no, yes and no, but it's just a show because they were young. That's a very erotish thing to say. You know, whatever, fuck off. <laughs> I'm just saying, right now, it is so good to be a Mets fan. Psych. What do you mean, psych? This is like this is like playoff hype. This is playoff atmosphere. Have you seen? Have you seen City Field in the last two weeks? It's been on fire. It's been like like they're. Um, their attendance has been like full house attendance, like October baseball. Sold attendance. out. Yeah, they've been. The, is that the word you're looking for? I didn't want to say sold out though. Almost, God, almost maximum. Capacity. I wanted to be original, bro. Whatever. I'm just saying it's it's just it's just exciting to watch right now. Um, I mean, right now is a little different though. If you look at the upcoming schedules for every team in the National League wild card race. Compared to the rest of the teams in that race, the Mets do have the remaining of the schedule. The Mets do have the toughest of the schedules, and we all know um, that means uh, we're just we're, we're not going to see the Mets. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I don't. I don't happening. think we're going to see the Mets in the playoffs this year. But this team is on that level where they they may need just one more player. The waiver wire. That's all you need. Well, I like the I like the move they made with the waiver wire picking up Joe Panic and uh, designating Hetcheveria. Um, I mean, I, I mean, Danny Hetcheveria is a decent player, but picking up Joe Panic, a guy who has a lot of uh, experience in like the playoffs, and value. Stuff, that was a good move. I actually really like that move a lot. And Joe Panic has been playing every day. I stop paying attention to the Mariners, so. I, mean, I get updates every day. It's, it's football season for you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was football season literally 20 games into baseball season. I get it. I, I get it. <laughs> 20 <laughs> games 
Into the baseball season? Yeah. That's that was when the crumble happened? I mean, yes. they, were, they were fucking red hot. They were game. red hot. It's just then it just all started going downhill. They traded everybody, and now Tim Beckham serving 80-game suspensions. So, yeah, that's about it. That's, yep, yep, yep. Exciting yep. to be. It's it's exciting to be a Mets fan, and uh, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Hopefully, hopefully it stays strong, but uh, I'm just, I'm pumped, man. Well, good luck to all you Met fans out there. Thanks, buddy. It's going to be a rough next literally three months. I'm going to take that as heartfelt. Pretty sure you're... I'm, I'm going to say you were very heartfelt on that on that good luck. So I'm going to take it as that. Nope. And move on. No, I'm going to take it as that and move on because you know those are very nice words. I appreciate you saying that. But you're a prick. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> sarcastic motherfucker. Um, we're not we're not going to talk about AB yet. Okay. Okay. Um. So, uh, all right. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about New York. New York baseball is just on fire right now. Keep your eyes glued to the TVs. Um, it's it's just it's just fun baseball right now, man. Uh, the Mets are away right now. They're playing in Atlanta. They're facing Keuchel tonight. Uh, should be an interesting Ooh. matchup. So, um, bless you, bless you, Nala. So, uh, I have I have a lot of shit. We have a lot of shit that we need to get to. So, moving on, uh, I just want to uh, get some. I, we have to talk about dessert. So, there's always room for dessert. There's always room for dessert. Is a fast-growing, already-grown company run by the amazing Crystal Flynn. You can find There's Always Room for Dessert on Instagram and Facebook at There's Always Room for Dessert NY. And she does everything that you can imagine for all your baking needs, uh, including full-table spreads for, you know, weddings, just any type of party, weddings, mitzvahs, um, birthday parties, you know, anything you need. She also does individual... Uh, cake designs. She does uh, cupcakes. She can make donuts. Uh, just any any type of uh, any type of goodie that you may need for any event that you have coming up. Um, she is the one to go to. She has a lot of attention um, moving forward. She's got a lot of things going on. She's very busy. So uh, look her up on Facebook and Instagram at There's Always Room for Dessert NY. If you look her up on Facebook and Instagram, uh, and you mention Mass Podcast. Uh, you can get 10% off of your total order. So, that's good. Do it. Yeah, it's crazy. So, she'll hook you up. Facebook and Instagram, at There's Always Room for Dessert NY. All right. SummerSlam. I liked it. Did I liked it. I liked it a lot. And it, it kind of surprised me a little bit. Um, there, was a few mo- there was a few things about it that was kind of humdrum. Like a typical WWE, you know. Um, I didn't watch most of the matches. I didn't watch in full, and I, I watched it live. You know. Yeah, me too. Um, I didn't watch them. I didn't watch some of them. Some of them I kind of tuned in and out of. Um, but the the Becky Lynch and Natalia match it was the first match of the night. Yeah, start off the night. That was, was a strong match. It was good, and it. it I mean, it was. I mean, it was good because Natalia is a good. She's an underrated wrestler, but she's also very technical. She's very technical, and the fact that it was a submissions match, you know, I mean, they both both those women, you know, besides Charlotte Flair, have the most dynamic submission finishers on the female roster right now. So, 
Um, so that you know, yeah, that's good. But uh, that was that was that was match of the night before, um, before Brock and Seth. That was a great match. That main event was great. Yeah, it was. Hundred percent was shocked, which shocked the hell out of me too, because Brock is not—he's not really known to wrestle a long time, because he can't really be in the ring for that long. But guy put up a guy put up a decent match. They were in there for a while. Yeah, it was pretty. I don't, I don't it was know how long it was, but I'm sure it was over 15 minutes at least. Um, Trish Stratus's last match—that was a great match. That was an amazing match. And you know, and it was a good opponent, Charlotte Flair. You know, she's great in the. I hate Charlotte Flair personally, but she's you can't deny her skills in the ring. She's great. Probably the most athletic female superstar, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially for her size too, because she's, she's she's tall. Tall. Do you see? Did you see her in the match, man? When you know before they started wrestling, they got in each other's faces, bro. Trish yeah. Stratus looked like Alexa Bliss standing next to her, man. They're probably the same height, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. But if you, th- if you really think about it, though, she's probably got to be only like five seven. Yeah. Well, Alexa's five one. Yeah. So oh. of course she's like a giant. And you think about it. I'm five nine. Yeah. So she looks tall in the ring, but she's probably she's definitely not that tall in person. Well, either way, I mean, SummerSlam as a whole was really good. The best part of the night. Has to be my fucking man, Bray Wyatt. The Fiend. So good. His entrance was very weird. It was awesome. It was definitely was awesome. That la, that la, light, whatever the lantern. The lantern? Yeah. The head oh, lantern? So sick. Of his old head? Mm-hmm. I didn't even notice it was his old head. I thought it was just a random head until Crystal pointed it out to me. She's like, oh, that that's his old that's his old character. I'm like, you he this guy is carrying his own Face. Head, <laughs> dude, what a fucking weirdo. How fucking metal is that? That's a Bray Wyatt thing to do. Uh, it was so good, and uh, I don't know. I'm really into this whole thing that WWE is doing now, where they're kind of transitioning into like a new phase of wrestling, but they're also utilizing old moves. The stunner. Yeah, and it's weird because some of these superstars are. I feel like I feel like this is what happened. They had a list of all the old finishers that everyone loves, right? The People's Elbow, Rock Bottom, the Stone Cold Stunner, the Mandible Claw, uh, the Pedigree. You know all these old moves that wrestlers had that everyone loved back in the day, and they went to the wrestlers and say, "Okay, which move do you want to have in your arsenal? You only can only pick one." I think that's what happened. Even if you look at if you watch Takeover. And uh, you you saw Street, Street, Street Profits, Profits is the people's elbow. He almost did the people's elbow, but he rock bottomed the shit out of that guy right after that. Yep. So I fe- like they were like, okay, then you can have the rocks, you can have the rocks move set, but no one else can use it. Like they would like Bray Wyatt. Like all right, your character is the fiend. That's your brand new character. You have the mandible claw. No one else can do it. We're bringing that back. Just like Kevin Owens with the Stone Cold Stunner. They're not calling it the Stone Cold Stunner, it's but it's the, the fucking Stone Cold Stunner. You know what I'm saying? I, that's what I think happened. They had this long-ass list, and they were like, okay, we're revamping these moves. Pick out the ones in your arsenal. Like, what's his name? Did a, did a fucking Swanton bomb. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens? Was, was it Kevin Owens? Yes. Yeah. But saying. he's been doing that anyway. Yeah, but not like... I don't he, know. He's, I, he's always been doing that. It wasn't really recognized as a Swanton bomb, though. 
No, because he just pretty much just flipped over. But when he did it, Michael Cole said, "Oh my God, a swanton!" Like that. Like, oh my God! Like Michael Cole's the worst. He is the worst. The only match I did not like at SummerSlam was the Brandy Orton fucking Kofi Kingston. I hate how it ended. You didn't ended. like you didn't like that match. I just hate. Oh, how no, it, I, I, I hated hate the ending. Ended. I hated the ending. It made no sense. It ruined it. Because next thing I knew, the the bell rang. Yeah, you didn't see the ref counting. You didn't I hear mean, him counting. I mean, I I I get I get that match ending in a DQ, but I didn't I didn't even know the ref was counting. Um, but I kind of I kind of expected I kind of expected it to end in a DQ and Kofi just going absolutely nuts on Randy, which is what happened. But. I didn't think it would end like that. It was no. a good match, though. Like I thought it would end like with a steel chair shot, right? Not right. A double Not count a out. Fucking count out. Yeah. Yeah. It was silly. Um. Stupid. But Kofi, Kofi went, and I think they're setting it up where I think they're setting up Kofi's demise. I think he's going to lose the title soon, and I think it's evident when he was going after Randy and Michael Cole, and. Uh, Corey Graves and, and um, Beth Phoenix were talking about how Kofi Kingston finally has an uh, an opening, a weakness, and it fin- it's finally showing. Yep. So they're starting the demise of Kofi Mania, but um, it's just who who is he going to lose it to? That's the question. Um, I want to shout out uh, our friend Buddy Murphy. Fantastic! Had an amazing match SmackDown. last night. Amazing match awesome. last night. Absolutely. I mean, he lost the match, but well, we knew he, he, he wasn't on a match. fucking show. Put on a great show. Good job. Good on you, man. That's that was it. Was great to watch, man. It was good. I feel so pride. I feel so proud now. Like he, you know, he find he's finally there. You know. I mean, we know him personally. Well, well, well uh, while he was on TV, I was like Lindsay, hey, look, it's Buddy. It's yeah, buddy. I, I do that. I do that with Crystal all the time. Um, so yeah, it was. She was like, "I hope he's better at Fortnite than he is at wrestling because he stinks because he's getting his ass kicked." Oof! <laughs> I was like, "No, he Oof. stinks." <laughs> he stinks at it. Fortnite? Well, but he's he's good at Fortnite. I I think he's he, I think he's good at Fortnite. He's all right. He's all right. <laughs> anyway, maybe one day maybe one day we'll have him on the air. Hope so. Get him in a phone call or something. Um. But yeah, no, SummerSlam was good. The Raw and SmackDown afterwards was 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 really good. I'm looking forward. I, I you know what, dude? I can't fucking wait to see what they do with the Fiend. That is that is like my my I love I love Bray Wyatt. I have this obsession with him. He's he's my favorite wrestler right now. And he was when he was the Eater of Worlds. I cannot wait to see what they do with with that character, bro, cuz that what that that whole that whole SummerSlam moment. It was like 20 minutes long. And the match wasn't even that long. No, it was a quick one. But it was, it was so match. good. It was pretty much a match to put him over because no, Finn, it, I mean, it leaving was, for two months. It was it was it was the match to set up for the main event. Yeah. But yeah, it's all it's. Uh, but they can't they can't let Finn go without without the fiend fighting the demon. It ended so early. I know. Yeah. Well, it was it was really early, right? And like ten fifteen. Like yeah. Ten thirty. Yeah, I was a little shocked by that too. For it being the spectacle of the summer, the mid-season WrestleMania, and then no one gets called up after SummerSlam. Yeah, there was nothing. I was expecting a lot of fireworks on on. There was no fireworks on SmackDown. 
Nope. Except for the Buddy Murphy thing. I, I, I turned it off. After there was the match. nothing. Nothing just, happened. It was just more talking, no wrestling. Raw was okay. Didn't watch it. Because um, Sasha Banks came back. I'm not a big Sasha Banks fan, but that's pretty big for, you know, what it is, but. I don't know. We'll 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 uh, we'll see. Um, looking forward to WWE. I'm looking forward to talking about it because I'm really getting into it again. So stay fucking tuned. Word. Let him. That's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. That's the bottom line. Oh, I watched that show too. His new show. How was it? It was okay. They had, it. He had Rob Riggle on, which is pretty funny. I like Rob Riggle. So, it was really cool. They drove a tank and shit. It was really cool. It was interesting. Um. So, yeah. All right. That, yeah. That was brought to you by Burning Hour Designs. It's a great 100% all-natural soy candle company that cannot be beaten. She has a great scents like lavender vanilla, cappuccino espresso. Soon, October is coming, some pumpkin spice latte for all you basic bitches. Yay. Can't have it. Can't have it at the store now, but you can order online at Etsy. So go to Etsy.com slash shop slash Burning Out Designs. Spend $40 or more. Get 10% off once you enter promo code MASSPODCAST. You can find her on Instagram, Facebook, Lindsay Knapp, or Burning Out Designs. She does big candles, small candles, party favors, anything you need for a wedding. Doesn't matter. Custom labels. You can put anything you want on it. She does it all. She will hook you up. So go there, check her out, Lindsay Knapp, or Burning Out Designs on Etsy, Facebook, and Instagram. And that was that. I'm not ready to talk about AB yet. Not just yet. Well, I got nothing right now, so let's go. Okay, um, UFC 241 is this Saturday. I cannot wait. This is one of those cards that we now we've mentioned it on the show in the past that... Um, we don't really talk about MMA, and there's a lot of people asking us questions like, uh, "Why don't why don't we, why don't we talk about it more?" Because it's it's a it's a grown sport that pretty much became popular. It was around a long time, but it just really popularized overnight in my in my gathering of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't even know who's fighting, so I couldn't tell you. Uh, I have. Um, there's there's three the three fights on there that I really want to see on the main card. I don't really know any of the undercarder shit, but it is um, the last three fights. It's going to be uh, Yoel Romero versus Paulo Costa. I'm very excited about that match because Costa's undefeated. He's 12-0-0, but Romero is a great fighter, so that's going to be a banging match. That's not even the co-main event. It's not even the co-main event. What's the main event? The main event is um, uh, Daniel Cormier versus Stipe Miocic, too. Oh. oh. Cannot wait for that. That's going to be a boss-ass fight. Um, and then you got the return of Nate Diaz taking on my man Pettis. Anthony Pettis? Anthony Pettis. All right. So I will probably not be watching it. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try to watch it, but um, yeah, dude, I don't know. I'm look I'm looking forward to the fight because I'm a huge Miocic fan, and he lost to Cormier already. Um, I just want to see the Cormier John Bones Jones rematch. Oof! That's what I want to see? 
That's all that needs to happen. That would be the biggest selling card there is. Without a doubt. Well, in any case, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, that's really all. I, all that's really all I have to say about um, about UFC. The only reason why I'm mentioning is because in the past I've said that we're not we don't really talk about it because the cards are kind of weak. This is a strong card. This is very strong. The final three fights of the night are going to be pretty fucking strong. Let's talk about Chris Cyborg was victorious. Oh, Cyborg! Let's talk about Cyborg. Um, I don't know if we didn't talk about this two weeks ago, did we? I don't we, think so. We brought it up saying if she wins, she's pretty much guaranteeing that was the last a thing rematch. We, that was the last thing we talked about, right? Yeah. About the, okay. Do you know what happened after that? Nope. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see if I can remember because this happened, uh, I believe it's like a little over a week ago. Um, they dropped her contract negotiation that she is no longer fighting in the UFC after everything that came... but. After after UFC 240, there was this whole thing where she came out and said that Dana White and Joe Rogan harassed her. Oh, I saw that. And there was a video made where there were subtitles and stuff that her production team put together. And she went ballistic. She demanded a public apology from Dana White. Demanding an apology from Dana White is like asking Donald Trump to admit someone's better than him. Or the... Because nobody's better. But, or the Hasidics get vaccinated. Or <laughs> That's a Rockland joke. That's a Rockland County, New York oh, joke that you just said. I could even say that without laughing. Did, did you even hear it? Did anyone even hear that? That was so soft. That it was, was so soft-spoken. The Hasidics getting vaccinated. Oh. Boom. Yowie. Wowie. Boom. <laughs> that's so fucked. That's... that's great but yeah that's nice but that makes you understand the analogy more it's never gonna happen it's never gonna stop ha- banging on the you, table you are never gonna i'm you know what i'm just so excited because this is a great story it's so silly because this is what happened after that accusation where she demanded an apology from a public apology from dana white dana white said you know what we're not going to talk about contracts anymore you're not fighting in the ufc anymore just like that. Just like that. And then, after that, Cyborg came out and apologized to the UFC, saying that her production team, it, it's not what happened, blah, blah, blah. But even though she was so adamant that it happened before she got let go. She screwed herself. She thought she thought that she was untouchable. She, that's what happened. And then she got her job was taken away, and then she kind of came with her tail between her legs. And was like, oh, you know, I apologize, you know, blah, 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 blah. I don't know the future of her fighting in the UFC. I haven't heard anything after that point. But it was pretty interesting to see what the capabilities of Dana White is. To take a woman like Cyborg, who is as badass as she is, and demoralize her to the point where she has to apologize for demanding an apology. Well, I'm apologizing now for that noise in the background. Nala's chowing down on her bone right now. I don't even. I it's 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 low for me. I don't know. If I can barely hear it, I don't know if they can hear it. I'm gonna listen to the show later and be like fucking chewing. Well, I'm man. looking at on the feed, see if I hear it. Yep. You yeah. Hear it. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a we'll let her let her do her thing. It doesn't really matter. Um, no one's listening to this anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Um, 
Yeah, dude. That so so that side. What do you think? What do you what do you take from that, man? That is that is boss status. Yeah, no, Dana White, the man. Don't fuck with Dana White or Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan didn't even have anything to do with that, but she, but he was part of being accused, and nothing was happening with him. You know what Joe Rogan is doing though, which I love. He's paying for a fighter. Yes, I saw that. He's paying for her medical bills because she's been trying to get back in the octagon for the last three years. And, and she, she just hurt, hasn't been. And she needs... So, too many setbacks. Yep. He's paying for medical bills. You know, his, you know that's Class really cool, right man. There. There's also a petition roaming around, which I, which I would love to see, that they want Joe Rogan to moderate a presidential debate. Can we get that bone away from her now? Because now that you mentioned it, that's all I can hear now. Well, just keep going. <laughs> all right. Deal with it. Let her live. What else, bro? Um, so I would love to see that. Imagine Joe Rogan on a fucking national stage, CNN, moderating a presidential debate. Imagine that. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be interesting. That would be crazy. Because uh, those debates are already crazy. Yep. But we're not, we won't get into that. Okay. It's time. We're not talking about AB yet. We're not there yet. Soon. What are we talking about? The time is nigh. Uh, well, let's talk about Hightower Lanes first. No, we can skip that. They're not doing anything for us. Oh, then fuck that. I'm done with that then. Yeah. Moving we, on, bro. We can skip that. All right, cool. All right. Never, never mind. Never mind I mentioned it. Still the best pizza in Rockland, though. Yes, or, you know, just go there, mention the Mass Podcast, get both two, get the third free. That's it. Still? Plain done. That's it. I, you know what, at this point, if anyone goes there and mentions Mass Podcast, I highly doubt, they'll, they'll look at you like a fucking... Who the fuck is that? Like, what the fuck you mean, Mass Podcast? Uh, alright, well, alright, moving on, fuck that then. Um, it's time to talk about the NFL. Lot of shit happening in the NFL. Well, as we're doing that, I am currently... Looking at the top ten players in the NFL, including the including everyone, everyone. Okay, number ten, Von Miller. Uh, number nine, okay. Julio Jones. Number eight, Aaron Rodgers. Number seven, just skip him. Why? Number six. Who's number seven? AB. Oh, we're gonna get to AB. Yeah. Number six. Wait, number seven's eight. Number six. Number six. Tom Brady. Doubt it. Number five, Todd Gurley. Number four, really? Patrick Mahomes. Really? With the knee issues? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, number five? Uh, okay. Must be a lot of defensive. Number three, Khalil Mack. I like that. Number two. It's my dude. It's my dude. Drew Brees. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Number nice. one, hands down, the best NFL player. Aaron Donald. Yes. No argument. Aaron, no, he's nasty. He is the best player by a fucking long shot. Well, Khalil Mack's a close second. But he's In just terms of defenders. Phenomenal. In terms of defenders, Khalil Mack's a second. But by far... Aaron Donald is the fucking truth. Yes. He is number one in, in everyone's eyes. And I think it's a hands-down thing, which is very rare that a defensive player is number one. 
very rare. You have two in the top three. Yeah. But can we just talk about Drew Brees is higher up than Tom Brady? Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that. Cool. It's very simple. Tom Brees, Brady... Drew Tom, Brees is better. No. No. Listen. <laughs> right now, he right now Drew Brees may be better because the situation that the Saints are in... Is better. Well, if, even if you look... All right. Listen. Listen. Tom Brady doesn't have a top three wide receiver to throw to. He had a top, Tell me I'm wrong, though. He had a number one tight end to throw to. But he doesn't anymore. So, okay. Tom Brady, ha- Tom Brady has no elite weapons. He is the weapon. He has Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman is is, an, is old and fucking old. short. He's only like 30 years old. So, compared to all these other wide receivers that are dominating this league, Julian Edelman is not... I don't consider him elite. He's on that line, though. But I don't consider him to be the okay, fucking what guy. About Sonny Michel. Sonny Michel's a running back. Okay, you said elite weapons. You said... You said weapons. But Sonny Michelle is not elite yet. Okay, James White, can you consider him as wide receiver? But he's not elite yet. He's not elite. Stop. I'm talking about elite. I'm talking Stop. about Michael Thomas. I'm talking about Julio Jones. I'm talking about um, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I'm talking about guys like that. Juju Smith-Schuster is elite, in my opinion. Okay. I'm saying they're, they're not elite players. They're players that are more hits than misses, but they do have more misses and. They have enough misses where you can't call them elite. Don't, don't, don't. We're not doing this Drew today. Drew Brees is still better than Tom Brady. We're not doing this. Still better than Tom Brady. I agree with you to a point where skill-wise, um, skill-wise, yes. Drew Brees, I think, has a better arm than Brady does. I think Drew Brees He's has... more accurate. He has the he has the uh, they're pretty they're pretty similar more accuracy. Accurate. They're pretty similar it's similar more accurate. accurate. They are similar more in accu- accurate. They are similar more. in accuracy, okay? More. What okay, listen. You don't have to be you don't we don't have to be an elementary an elementary more. 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 You don't have to be an more. elementary school girl here. There's no more reason, accurate. There's no reason. <laughs> wrong. You're wrong. What's his What's his career? Uh, you're Trump. You're trumping me right now. You know percentage that. for accuracy, completion percentage. Who Brady? Yeah, probably pretty high. I'm but Drew say, Brees is probably pretty I'm high say, too. Uh, I'm gonna say Brady's fifty eight percent. Okay. I'm gonna say uh, uh, Drew Brees probably like sixty seven. Okay. Can you spell completion? <laughs> Listen. I, I, I agree with I agree with that only because this year the Saints are really they're really gunning for it this year and I think they're gonna do it in the air. And but I think this is also this also could be the very last year we can see a Drew Brees dominating quarterback performance. Drew Brees last year, seventy four point four percent. Okay. Just don't throw it out there. Career? That was last year. No, career. What's his career? I'm gonna get I'm getting there. So listen, so I will agree and say that I, I will say on air that Drew Brees is better than Brady, but you gotta say like right now, in terms of career, there is no question hands down Car- career right now, sixty seven point one. Oh, look at you. You probably looked this up before the show, you uh, fuck. I, I was actually sleeping. <laughs> so <laughs> waiting for you because just someone took an hour and a half to get here. Because I was sleeping, bro. I'm fucking tired too. Fuck out of here. That's a good, um, Mister. I want to be Tom. Terrific. In terms of career, 
There's hands down no one better than Tom Brady. Sure. <laughs> sure. Tom we'll Brady is the GOAT. Uh, now listen, there is no way I can say that I'm a Tom Brady fan, but I'm a realistic fan of the NFL, bro. I appreciate football. And I got to say, Tom Brady is the fucking GOAT. Negative. What do you mean negative? He has such an illustrious career. He's not and the, he's what? No. How old is he? Forty, some. And he's, and he's he still, decided, and he decided two year extension. Okay, that motherfucker. And he's still playing at a level he's, he's where 42. he's forty two. He's be playing until he's forty four. Okay, okay. Drew Brees is a really good quarterback right now, but how old is Drew Brees? Uh, he's in his forties. Is he in his forties? No, I have no fucking clue. I think he's late thirties. I'll tell you right now. But that doesn't even matter because they're, they're both older quarterbacks. But what I'm saying is, in Tom Brady's career, bro, he's still playing at a level in his 40s, and he's still in, within the top 10 of the best NFL players in the league. Come on. Come on, man. I'm looking. Hold on. Let me, let me look this up. Let me look it and up. Tom Brady has been so consistently in that list throughout his whole career. Come on. 60%. Completion. Okay, so, so they're pretty similar. That's close. Like I've been saying, well, this is a big difference between time. sixty and sixty-seven. Seven percent. Seven percent. Yeah. Seven percent is when you panic to charge your phone. No, that's minuscule. That was you. That, that, that's you. Or like five minutes ago. Yeah, because I have an iPhone and it dies quick. Because it's, it's an iPhone seven. Don't 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 turn this on me, man. It's not about me. Yeah, I'm saying. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying. I'm just saying Tom Brady did not have a career, a year where he threw over 69%. Nice. Yeah. No 70%. Um, Drew Brees. Go lay down. Jesus. Drew Brees. Okay. I'm looking because I'm getting attacked by my freaking dog right now. Who has played in a West Coast offense his entire career? Whose fault is that? It's not Drew Brees' fault. Okay, then. So I'm not why, saying, why are you making excuses? I'm not saying. You're it's just, making excuses. It's the circumstance. No, it's, you're making excuses. I'm not saying it's Drew Brees' fault. I'm not taking anything away from Drew Brees. But, dude, that that is that's a circumstance of it. I guarantee, bro, if Drew Brees played in, on a different team with a different style, like if Drew Brees played for, like, the Seahawks, who is not a West Coast team, West Coast offense team, I guarantee his numbers would be vastly different. Whereas if Tom Brady played for like, if Tom Brady played for like the Buccaneers, would would still do would he, well. Would he still be the greatest of all time? Would still, yeah, no. I think he would be. No, Tom Brady it doesn't. When Tom Brady was on the Patriots, bro. When Tom Brady, when Tom Brady was on the Patriots, he's, when, when Tom, he's his entire when, career was on the Patriots. When he was, when he joined the Patriots, when he was a kid, right? He's been on the Patriots his whole career. When he joined the Patriots and he took over the job, starting job. Patriots were bad. They were bad. Well, you expect with Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, well, Drew Bledsoe wasn't a bad quarterback. I'm just saying. I'm saying great. like the, I'm saying the team overall was bad. He took a mediocre team and dominated the league for it. And maybe that was because of Belichick. But Belichick wasn't the head coach at the time. Was, was he? Bill Parcells. Okay. <laughs> Another Hall of Fame fucking coach. But I'm saying Tom Brady had the work ethic enough where he built himself up to be an elite quarterback and to stay elite. That's Tom Brady's mindset. If he played for like, if he played for a team like the like like the Detroit Lions, 
he would have had the same work ethic. Because the Detroit Lions have been bad, and they're always they're, they're going to be bad for a while. They've been bad back then, too. I'm just saying. Listen. Hold on, I'm trying not to get attacked by my freaking dog right now. There's, there's, listen, bottom, the bottom line is there's just no question Tom Brady has had the best work ethic his entire career. He's got such a, he's got a better resume than Drew Brees does in terms of championships and stuff. Well, now we can just, get, just, now we can get no. into the championship. Uh, well, we can get into that debate again. Oh we can get into God. this if you want, but I don't think we have the time. <coughs> we do not. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. It's, it's overall the resume is better. It's, it's, he's the fucking goat. Take away the championships. Who's, now, then, who's leading all career passing touchdowns and completion and everything else? Uh, probably Peyton. Nope. No, Drew, no. Drew, Drew Brees broke all his records. Drew Brees, yeah. Okay, yeah, just throw it out there. Thank you. All right, whatever, dude. Not it. Like I said, this man, he. He's played in West Coast offense his entire life, bro. He's throwing passes. He's been throwing passes his entire career. He's just been throwing passes. He hasn't played in a single... I don't think the Saints have ever been a team that likes to run the ball more. Like, like who was, who was the last good running back in, 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 in New Orleans? Uh, uh, running back. Who's the last... Did I say running back? I don't even yeah. know. Who was the last great running back in New Orleans? Um, Deuce McAllister. Do you have Mark Ingram? No, don't say Mark Ingram. Uh, you have Reggie Bush? <laughs> Are you fucking joking? I'm You're throwing like, not, Reggie Bush I'm my like, way? No, I'm just naming running backs that I remember. Deuce McAllister was pretty solid. Deuce McAllister was, was, was the exception, but that was also around the time when Drew Brees was like late 20s, early 30s, right? I don't know. Because he's late 30s now. Deuce McAllister, that was that was like a decade ago, right? Was that long ago? F- felt feels like it was. Anyway, you know what? It doesn't matter because we we have to move on here. Yeah, this let's is, go. Let's this go. Is let's fucking go. insane. The Cowboys are off the rails right now with their contracts. Um, <laughs> Dak Prescott. She wants this fucking ball. She's not. Getting I know. The squeaker ball. I'm trying to fucking hide. Oh, it's just oh yeah. yeah. Let's, let's not do that while we're on air here. Um, a Rod's up taking care of the dog. Uh, the Cowboys right now are in a contract limbo because uh, because they have their their three main players have contract issues. Now I'm not even going to talk about Amari Cooper. That should be the that should be the third that should be the third priority for Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. But. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott should be their priority, and it's not just because he's the quarterback, but because his contract is ending before the other two. Um, Dak Prescott wants forty million a year. Are you out of your fucking mind? There's no way that he. There's no way he deserves forty million I th- a year. I think it's he turned down the thirty million, which would more... make him the top five paid quarterback. He turned it down for more. Guaranteed money. I don't know. I don't know what that situation was. The guaranteed part. I have. I have no. I didn't look into it at that deep. Well, they didn't really give much detail on the contract. They said that he turned down thirty million for and asked for forty. Well, I mean, in any case, bro, that would have made him. That would have weighed, That would have made. That would have put him in the top five paid quarterbacks in the NFL. I would take. And that million. is enough for a guy of that caliber. 
He is not an elite quarterback. He's a starting quarterback, yes. He's a starting quarterback. He's like mid-tier. Yes. He is not at the level for him to demand $40 million a year. There's no way. Absolutely Agreed. not. But this is going to put a hamper on the Zeke thing. Okay. Okay. And this offense is run by... This offense is run on, on, a, on a successful Zeke... You know, it's a running, it's a running back offense. Without Zeke, without Zeke, Dak does nothing. And without Dak, Zeke does stuff. So Zeke is the key player, but you have to solidify your quarterback. Here's the funny part about the Cowboys contract situation. Jerry Jones is a fucking boss. The you boss know, of all bosses. You know what I'm saying? Jerry Jones is the fucking man. Because they interviewed him, bro, and he had that southern draw. You don't care. He had that southern draw, that southern old man draw. Okay? So you get him drunk, and he'll be fine. <laughs> sure, I'll sign 40 million a year. Fuck it. Um, he had that southern old man draw, and he just simply said, Matt, boys, I'm not worried about these players and how they... Uh, I'm worried about the players on the team. I'm worried about the team itself right now. I'm not worried about how they compare to other contracts. That's not my worry. That's not my problem. I was like, damn. Jerry Jones spitting that whiskey fire. Guy's a genius, man. And he's... (laughs) She's trying to talk. She's trying to talk. She really is trying to talk on the mic. Um, She is spitting that hot, hot game right now. I'm talking about Jerry Jones. I said she. Jerry Jones is spitting that hot game right now. We get it. I can't, okay, I'm just saying he's a fu- <laughs> he's the fucking boss. He's a boss. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens, bro. Can't wait to see what happens. It's time. It's time. Don't last like five minutes. This talk. No, we gotta talk about this it. rant. Motherfucker! I am so excited. This rant. Let's hear it. Come on, let's go. I'm, you've been waiting, <sighs> guys. Listen, listen. Antonio Brown. I've been a Steeler fan almost my whole life. Okay, you guys know my backstory on that. Okay, there the Steelers have not had a player as distracting as like Terrell Owens type or like you know doing sit ups in your driveway. Right, this my quarterback. There's no, there has been no player on the Steelers that have been so controversial. And he wasn't that controversial. Antonio Brown was a player that I actually cheered for. Now, watching it now, watching him now, how did I ever cheer for that guy? How did I? How did I? How did I have the audacity to cheer for a pompous baby, baby back bitch? Fucking, for okay. First of all, the air, the air, the air balloon thing. I don't know if you have you watched Hard Knocks yet. No. I watched the first episode. I didn't watch the second one up yet. That came out yesterday, I think. The first episode was about pretty much about AB, and they showed like the hot air balloon entrance and stuff like that, and they played it off, man. AB, they played it off. But we know what happened. Like we we know we know the vibe. Yeah, I'd hope so. This guy gets frostbite on his feet for not wearing the proper footwear, like an idiot. Yeah, from cry from cryogenics. Yeah. Got frostbite on his feet. That's okay, a- fine. Okay, you know what? I, I'd let that go, right? But then this helmet shit 
Hit the fucking newswire, bro. Hit the fan? He said, first of all, you remember the interview he had? I think I think we kind of briefly touched on it when I fucking went Last off. Last year. He had the interview. Saying I'll retire or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't doesn't need football. He wants football. He's a millionaire. He's an entrepreneur. He doesn't need it, blah, blah, blah. This man threatened retirement because he's not able to use his old fucking helmet? Are you fucking kidding me? a fucking river. And during that interview, he also said, yo, this this is my NFL... You know, wherever I go, it's the Antonio Brown show. Like, he fucking... He's insisted on himself. Wherever he went. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so over the moon about on the NFL right now. And how it's run. Good on you, NFL. Sticking to your guns. Fuck them. And saying, fuck you. You're wearing the goddamn helmets that we provide. You see Tom Brady make a comment, too? Did he really? Yeah, says I want my old helmet back, but it's that's got to be. It's got to be. It's the rules. And that's coming. That's that's Tom Brady, man. Fucking uh, unbelievable. Good on the NFL because you got Antonio Brown, who who is okay, who has the best hands in the league, and he still is an elite wide receiver. There's no DeAndre doubt. Hopkins, but it's, well, it's okay. DeAndre Hopkins, yes, only because he has a, a dread, no 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 dreadlock power. We'll see. Antonio Brown is one of the most elite players in the league, and he's getting paid like he is, and everything like that. But good on the NFL not sucking, not 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 letting him dictate. And look what happened, bro. He threatened retirement over this helmet thing. What the fuck happened the other day? Yesterday. That was very. Impressive. That was very impressive. <laughs> um, what happened the very next day after the NFL declined the helmet thing? He was back at camp. Yep. Would you stop hitting the fucking table? I can't help it, bro. I'm just I'm just all in on this shit. He was at camp the very next day the NFL declined the helmet thing. I'm gonna retire if I don't wear my helmet. Fuck you. That's what the NFL said. Fuck you, Antonio Brown. You're wearing the shit that is issued in the NFL. Do what you gotta do. If you're gonna retire, then fucking do it. That's basically what they said. The NFL basically said, do what you won't. Do what you want, pussy. That's what they said. And look what happened. Comes crawling back with his le- with his tail between his legs, bro. Come on, Nala. Get on the couch. Let's go. Up. Nala, come here. Come here right here. There you go. Right here. Sit down. <sighs> yeah. So. Yeah. And then... The- I didn't watch the second episode, but I watched a clip of it. There's a clip of Antonio Brown... Showing the camera his foot injury, which is like a viral photo now of his feet, which is it's fucking disgusting. gross, right? But he said, word for word, don't don't feel bad for me yet. No one on this planet so feels, feels bad, bad for, for you. you. Agreed. Are you fucking one kidding me? One million thousand percent. No one is feeling bad for you, you egotistical fuck. Nala, do you feel bad for him? That's what no. I thought so. I thought so. Nope. No words. This is fucking... This whole saga is just goddamn insane. The Raiders are screwed. Here's what also pissed me off about it. John Gruden defended Brown. I mean, I would kind of hope so, though. That's his his star player. John Gruden is a no-bullshit type of guy. He has been his whole career. This is bullshit. How how are you going to defend the bullshit? It's the fucking Oakland 
Soon to be Las Vegas Raiders. And who the fuck cares? You're the highest paid. You're the highest paid coach in the NFL. And you have the most lucrative contract out of all the coaches in the NFL. Who the fuck cares? Why are you pandering? There's, you're not. You're not in the position to pander. Because Antonio Brown. Who? Antonio Brown. Really? This whole thing is fucking insane. And I love every minute of it. Me too. You know why? You really want to know why? Because well, it's not happening to Pittsburgh. Because it's not happening to Pittsburgh. That's why my boss texts me. What's, your, what's up with your boy AB? I was like, he's a fucking clown. What do your you Your boy AB? Well, he's an, he's an Oakland Raiders fan. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's why I just laughed. I was like, ha, that's what you get. I mean, I'm, I'm going to watch it's episode... It's guess. It's what's going to be. It's what's going to be. <laughs> I'm going to watch the next episode of Hard Knocks. The first episode was boring, in my opinion, which is shocking to me because it's the fucking Oakland Raiders right now with with AB, Incognito, uh, Vontez Perfect, um, John Gruden. All the fucking You got all the, all the clowns. All the fucking clowns in the NFL is just on one team right now. And how, how did I almost fall asleep watching the first episode? Get your shit together, HBO, and stop pandering to these players. These players are pricks. Antonio Brown is a fucking asshole. And he's a baby. Exploit it, man. Fucking exploit it. That's what we want. Don't make it don't make it seem so innocent, bro. Fuck. Are you gonna add to this, man? It's just me um, right now. <laughs> no. I no, you said it all for me. Antonio Brown is a fucking clown. Yes, that's I'm gonna leave to it say. at that. That's all I got to say. I'm gonna leave it at that. Um so listen, um, our fantasy football, we're making some changes. We're not doing the suicide pool because we're not, there's no interest in it. I didn't, I'm kind of shocked though. Because I mean, it's a, it's a pretty cool thing to do. It is. You know. Um, but I've heard, I've heard so many people that I've asked have told me, you know, I've done it, I've done it before, you know, and I didn't do well. Like almost everyone I've asked about it pretty much well, gave me the same sob story. You just suck at picking teams. Oh, I've I played a, I played in a suicide pool at one of my old jobs, and I actually I did really well. We made we made it all the way to week nine, which is pretty deep for those. It is pretty deep, uh, yeah. unless there's like lives. Some 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 suicide pools they give you like like a if for like a three weeks to yeah. buy back in or whatever. Um, yeah, but we made we made it all the way to week nine, which is pretty shy. It was me and like three other guys going going crazy on it. So. All right, but if you want to get in our fantasy league, it's fifty dollars. I think we have four spots left. We are not doing the $20 league anymore. We have four spots left. And I think I think I would I think I'd rather I would much rather have my own team with you. So then three spots. Well, separate team. Three spots left. Three hot spots. Yep. Draft is August 28th, I think. No. 29th. Uh, whatever, whatever. It's a Thursday. Or Tuesday. I'm gonna two. I think because I think I have one the twenty seventh. So I'm gonna do two drafts on the same night. On the same. Why don't we do it on a Wednesday? No, because last time we did something on a Wednesday, someone got too distracted and we had the shittiest show in the fucking world. I'm not saying during the show. What else? What other time (coughs) we do? Because I bowl, and yeah. Well, whatever. Um. All right, whatever. Do what you got to do. I'll, I'll work my way around it. Like, um, so, yeah. So we have, well, we have three spots open. 
I think I I think I'll have one. I'm still waiting to hear back from uh, one elite player. So why don't you just split it with Crystal? Mm, what split my team? Yeah. No. I'm not gonna okay. Do that. Whatever. Just gonna lock myself. What you just split with Lindsay? Sure, if she wants. Lindsay plays fantasy football, right? She does. Crystal plays fantasy football, but she's not. She doesn't stick with it. She she doesn't stick with it, which is, which is what which is what we're aiming for. All the yeah. players that are in our league so far are players that stick with it, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, it should be fun. I also want to change some rules on there. That's I'm open. I'll talk open to you about. I'll, I'll talk to you about it afterwards. Um, but we're gonna get we're gonna get, we have three spots left. We're gonna get everything together for you guys um, before the draft starts. All the rules will be set in stone. Uh, is a fifty dollar buy in? Um, is it winner take all? Or are we doing top three? Uh, it'll probably be top three. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Um, no yeah, divisions. Yeah, top two and loser gets some last place gets their money back or whatever. We'll figure it out. We should have a punishment for last. We should. Maybe. Mm-hmm. No, we'll get like a a poop trophy. Get this. Get this shit, bro. My friend is in a league where every week the lowest scoring team every week has to do a punishment. Like one of the he was he was telling me like some of the punishments like one of them is like, um, one of them is like if you lose you have to take you have to take a sex doll out on a date. Uh, to to like a restaurant of 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 the top scorer's choice or something like that like, it's crazy it's a crazy league bro I can't imagine, but that's pretty cool man we should we, I don't know, I don't know but, but in any case uh, we are filling up some spots and we're filling them up quick. Uh, as of right now, as of this recording, we have three spots open. We'll post on Facebook and Instagram, see if we get any any uh, any other uh, big fish. Because the players that are on there are solid players, man. It's going to yeah. be good. So, uh, looking forward to it. Uh, what else we got going on? Um, guilty, not guilty? Yeah, we can do that. Um, mine is simple. Um, I, am ready, mine, so. I am ready to hurt again. My guilty or not guilty is that the Mets will break all of our hearts. 1,000% guilty. Because you know why? I'm used to it. Because it's the Mets. It's it's it's, it's typical. Mets. It's typical Mets. They get like... But here's the thing, though. Every year, every single fucking year, there's that point in the season, usually in the beginning, so it's interesting that it's happening now after the All-Star break. Every single season, there's that point in the Mets season where they're just so hot and everyone's behind it and everyone's raw. We you gotta believe, you know. And then and then they they tank and then something something happens like this. Jeff McNeil injury could be the start of it. This Jeff McNeil, he's going to the IL officially as of today. I don't know how long. Um, and they said it wasn't that serious, but he's going to the IL. This could be the start of it. Every year, it's the same thing every year. It's the M.O. of the orange and blue. That they just look good, and then they take a shit. Sounds about right. They just they can't hold the momentum. Never. They've always been like that. Um, the, only difference that the, the only difference this year has to the other years is that it's happening later than usual. The last time the Mets went hot after the All-Star break, they went to the World Series. And that was the Ioannis Cespedes year when they got when they got Yo-Yo in the trade deadline. Yeah, and still lost to the Kansas City Royals. Just throwing that out there. Okay, 
You're a Mariners fan, so I'm we a, suck. I'm let that slide. We I'm suck. Let, I know we slide. suck. It's whatever. We've only been around since like 1970 something. I don't know why you keep poking. I don't know why you keep poking in my in my direction when I clearly have the upper hand in this argument. I'm not going to take a shot at you. You know why? I'm not going to take a shot at you. You know why? Because I'm a respectable human being. And also, we got like five minutes left. <coughs> yeah, you're right. Okay, go ahead. Oh, uh, Mets will. Oh, thousand percent. You said yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. It's, it's guilty as charged. Um, Twenty five years to life in prison on that charge. Oh yeah. My guilty, not Dead guilty. Mike Trout will be the league leader in home runs. Bro, this this guy is insane. He's going fucking crazy right now. He is. I mean, Cody Bellinger is still playing well, but he's not the same Cody Bellinger. He's starting to cool off. Um, Christian Yelich is Christian Yelich. He'll do Christian Yelich things all the live long day, but um. I don't think Pete Alonso will get there, but he'll he'll um, Pete Alonso is he's he's top five home run hitters right now. Top four, whatever. Top four. Look at you! Look at you! Look at you! Uh, stepping Actually, me up a place. Technically, technically, he's number two. Right with thirty-eight. Yeah, so there's three three people. Yelich has first. thirty-nine. Bellinger right? has thirty-nine, and Trout has thirty-nine. Oh, I see. Mm. I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I see. So it's one, 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 two. four. Technically, yeah. But technically, he's number two. See what you see what you're yeah, doing yeah, there, yeah, bub. Yeah. It's like it's, it's like that, the golf I, rankings. I get whatever. what you're putting down, bub. Oh yes, it's T one, T one, T one, four. Yep. Okay. Um. I mean, Mike Mike Trout has more of a history of being successful. I mean, Cody Bellinger has has just kind of recently come up. Christian Yelich, he won the MVP in National League last year, but. Christian Yelich has just recently become, in the past two years, become an all-star. Mike Trout has always been an all-star. I think he's more prone. I think he's more used to just dominating than the other players. And we're not talking about Pete Alonso. He's a rookie. But, um, yeah, I, I I can see it happening. I definitely see that happening. Me too. So we'll see. He's got more of a, he's got more of a su- uh, successful mindset. So I definitely see that happening. Uh, I have uh, one question. I'm, I'm just going to call this the James question. He's, he's got something every week. The the weekly James question. Oh, speaking of James, it's 22 days till opening day kickoff. Boom. I love the quote he put. I I, I don't I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, I know I know I read it. I read it like every me, morning, like laugh. fucking five thirty in the morning while I'm up for work. Yeah, it was it was about William Gay, the, probably the most inconsistent cornerback I've ever seen, wear the black and yellow, uh, black and yellow stuff. So. Burnt, ter- burnt toast or return yeah, to pick yeah, six. Yeah, something whatever. like that, yeah. Um, 22 days till uh, opening kickoff. So still plenty of time to fill those three spots, I'm just saying. Yes, there is. Uh, his question is, is is an odd one this week. It's very weird. Um, if, you, if you were a starting quarterback, would you rather... Would you rather your throwing hand or your ribs be injured? You can still play... But it, it'll it'll affect your throw. It's an interesting one. Um, my ribs, because I'd rather have a full grip on the ball and not worry about my fingers hurting when I release it. I have a follow up question. I have a follow up to this question because well, it's not a follow up. It's a it's a it's a depends. Which side of the ribs? Yes, that that that's a good one. Um, who's my running back? What what team am I playing for? Right now, 
Because if I'm playing for the Lions... I'm handing it off every fucking time. Is Actually, I'm just going to sit on the bench for Matthew Stafford. <laughs> I mean... I mean, I would... Uh, and what kind? What kind of starter am I? Am I? Am I a mobile quarterback? Uh, uh, there's a. There's some factors a lot of here. Questions need to be filled, James. There's some factors what here. What the fuck, James? Am I a pocket passer? Am I mobile? Am, am I a mobile quarterback? Um, if all right, let's just say, you know, I don't have a. I don't have a. I don't have a viable running back, and let's say, that I can be mobile at times, like a Marcus Mariota, type. No, no, that's that's a. Little, I don't know, whatever. Uh, yeah, I would, I would probably, I would probably say my ribs, but you wouldn't. You know how hard it is to play a full game with broken ribs. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. My throw. Uh, my, when you throwing hand, you can't grip the ball. You just can't really throw deep or anything. You probably uh, throw some short passes here and there, but it would probably be the running game mostly. I don't know. I'd probably go with the ribs. That makes more sense, right? Yep. Yeah. Harder to breathe though. Absolutely. Listen, man. This has been the fucking shit. This show, and I've been promoting it for the last fucking week and a half, bro. This shit is lit. Lit. We are here. This is Mass Podcast. We're not going nowhere. But we are right now, because we're done. Yeah, we're done. Um, I'm not doing this day in sports. I totally forgot about it. I'm not doing it. Alright, cool. 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 Fuck Antonio Brown. Maybe next week we're going to do like a little fun segment. Top five players in football that were in movies. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I could think, I think of some, thought of some off the top of my, well, we could we do that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll say that. that one. We're done here. Yes, I'm gonna, we're done. I'm going to give, I'm going to hand this off to A-Rod for the close. I just want to say my closing remarks. Fuck Antonio Brown. Hashtag LFGM. Scooter and the big man tear the city in half. Are you done? Yowie wowie. Okay. Well, that's the end of that. (laughs) Got through me for a loop here. We will see you guys next week. Don't forget, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Find us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes. Look us up, Mass Podcast, and every social media you can think of. Look us up, share, like, review, do it all. And we will see you all next week. Shock the system. All right. And keep on preaching on. And Drew Brees is dead. Oh, my God.